an opulently upholstered private bus, which 24 hours earlier was ferrying the England cricket team somewhere between disaster and triumph, turns the corner onto Park Lane in central London. As Dave Brubeck, the jazz pianist and composer, 82 years old, rests on a cushioned sofa in an alcove at the rear of the vehicle. Wearing a burgundy shirt and cream linen suit, those signature horn-rimmed glasses of the 1950s long since traded in for chunkier, light-reactive spectacles. He has entered a heightened state of anecdotal nirvana. Brubeck is leading his quartet toward their next gig and reminiscing about Charlie Parker, Leonard Bernstein, and gangsters. When Al Capone kidnapped Caesar Petrillo, Brubeck muses, referring to the occasion when the mob snatched the omnipotent, all-seeing head honcho of the American Federation of Musicians and held him for ransom. It was Joe Glazer who arranged his release. And Dave, naturally, knew Joe Glazer, the dollar-fixated jazz and entertainment impresario whom even Louis Armstrong would reverentially greet as Mr. Glazer. At the very mention of Glazer's name, an agog wolf whistle cuts across the four-square rhythmic plot of the bus as it powers through South London, a melodic fanfare that implies, wow, Dave, now you're talking. After 20 years of killing time on the Brubeck Band bus, a lifestyle guaranteed to test anyone's tolerance for hearing that same story once too often, Bobby Militello, Brubeck's long-serving saxophonist, is a lucky man. His boss is a memory bank who keeps on withdrawing nuggets of jazz history. And with a thirsty smile, he leans in to eavesdrop. It's April 23, 2003. Tonight, the latest incarnation of the Dave Brubeck Quartet will be performing in Brighton, the East Sussex coastal town affectionately nicknamed by its locals London by the Sea. That the Dave Brubeck Quartet is still performing anywhere is, let's be honest, nothing short of miraculous. The revolutions in sound brokered during the 1950s and 60s by the Miles Davis Quintet, the Thelonious Monk Quartet, Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers, and the Ornette Coleman Quartet, the Modern Jazz Quartet, the Charles Mingus Jazz Workshop, and the John Coltrane Quartet endure as defining moments in jazz history. And Brubeck's Quartet is the last surviving name band from that golden age still going about its business. The earliest version of his quartet carved its own first grooves into history in August 1951, when the pianist and his musicians, including alto saxophonist Paul Desmond, the player with whom Brubeck would become most associated, walked into a San Francisco recording studio and cut four tracks. George Gershwin's A Foggy Day and Somebody Loves Me, and two original Brubeck compositions, Crazy Chris and Lion's Busy. Those experiments with what Brubeck invariably referred to as odd time signatures, the work that defined him and which came to fruition on his 1959 album Time Out, were a whole eight years into the future. 
But already in 1951, we hear the Brubeck Quartet refashioning the fundamentals of jazz around the leader's own ideas about rhythm and harmony and about how improvisation could flourish inside a music that also placed a premium on inventive composition. Time Out, which spurned the hit single Take Five, was released at the end of 1959 and appeared in record stores alongside Miles Davis's Kind of Blue, John Coltrane's Giant Steps, Charles Mingus's Mingus Ah Um, and Ornette Coleman's The Shape of Jazz to Come which were all recorded within an implausibly fertile few months during 1959. 